Do you love the Success or Failure podcast, but you don't get to listen to every episode? Or maybe you're overwhelmed with your choices of all these podcasts out there. Well, this episode is for you because I'm going to give you the top highlights from the 52 episodes of Success or Failure that I published in 2021. Do you plan to set goals for 2022? Do you know there's another gear inside of you, but you feel like you're driving around with a parking brake on? Do you want next year to be your breakthrough year to make more money, to get that business off the ground, to get fit, to have an amazing marriage, to finally find balance and success? Well, the fact that you're listening to this right here, right now means that most likely you do plan to set goals for 2022 and you know that there's another gear inside of you. But here's the problem. You're busy. And let's face it, like most people, you'll probably never get around to sitting down and mapping out a bulletproof plan for 2022 that you have 100% confidence in. And to be honest, most people just don't know where to start. So if any of this sounds like you, then join me for a virtual goal-setting work session on December 30th. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash 2022 to register. This is a work session. I will be putting you to work so that you can follow the exact steps that you need to take to create a bulletproof, rock-solid plan for living life at your next level with consistency and focus and balance. There's only room for 25 people, and the reason for that is so that you and I can have some personal interaction in a small group setting. I did this for the first time last year, and it sold out If you want to hear what some of those attendees said about that experience, you can see their comments on the registration page. Again, go to jimharshajr.com slash 2022. I don't know when I'll be doing this again, so if you're even thinking about it right now, go ahead and claim your spot. Just go to jimharshajr.com slash 2022. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr., and today... We are diving into the best of episode. Now, I published 52 freaking episodes in 2021. I can't give you the best of from every single episode, but I picked out a few of my favorite episodes and the biggest, I'm going to give you the biggest takeaways. I'm going to give you little audio slices from those episodes and a couple of quotes from those episodes. You can get the biggest takeaways here in one short episode. I just did a sort of best of, sort of biggest takeaways mastermind call with my inner circle clients. And and we had everybody bring their best books, their best gadgets, their best habits, their best apps or biohacks or productivity hacks, whatever it was. We had them bring those to the mastermind call and share those. And the group is a bunch of amazing people. I mean, nobody can get into this group unless they go through me, you know? And so I really cultivate quite an amazing community of people. And and I'm really thankful to actually learn from them as well, because they're learners, they're readers, they're striving to be the best versions of themselves. And so we got some really amazing takeaways. And by the way, if you want to get a small taste of what it's like to operate in one of those groups, be part of one of those groups, just a few days after I published this episode, I'm hosting a goal-setting work session for 2022. So if you want to get into that, there might still be room. I don't know when you're listening to this, but go to jimharshawjr.com slash 2022. But if you're listening to this in the future and you missed it, sorry about that. Just stay tuned. There, there may be some more of those coming up. But after this session with my clients, after this mastermind session, I thought to myself, well, what about you? What about my listeners? Right? You want the best of as well. So I'm going to give you the best of 2021. And we've got some more amazing stuff coming up in 2022. Just to give you a a quick sneak peek, 
here are a few episodes that are coming to you real soon. If you ever heard of the movie or watched the movie Donnie Brasco, if you haven't, it's a must-see. It's one of the best mafia films ever made. But the difference is this is based on a true story. It's based on the true story of Joe Pistone, an FBI agent who went undercover for six years in the mafia. I mean, he is the first to really deeply penetrate the mafia, and it changed everything. Absolutely fascinating book and an absolutely fascinating movie. I'm bringing you the man, Joe Pistone. He's got a $500,000 bounty on his head. So I don't know where he's at. He has an undisclosed location, all that. It's a really fascinating interview. Uh, another one coming up is Onofrio. He went from $80,000 net worth to $125 million net worth in three freaking years. Crazy story. No, he didn't inherit his uncle's you know, empire or estate. He built this all himself. Fascinating. Another one coming up. I interviewed Joe DeSena. This one's in the hopper. It's coming to you soon. But Joe DeSena is the founder and president of Spartan Races. And he has a new book out called Resilience for Families. And we talk about how do you, as a parent, push your kids to be mentally tough? And how do you actually implement you know, the stuff that you're probably listening to this podcast to get and consume for yourself, how do you pass that on to your kids and your family? Um, so I talk about that with Joe DeSena. Another one coming up is Dr. Nate Zinger. He's the director of performance at West Point. I'll say it again, the director of performance at West Point. And he's been there for decades. Absolutely amazing. He was a high school state champion wrestler. He's also friends with Dr. Mark McLaughlin, who is a client who's also been on the podcast here because he's he wrote the book Cognitive Dominance. But Dr. Nate Zinzer, I mean, he's coached all these world-class performers, including two-time Super Bowl MVP Eli Manning. And he's one of the best in the world at what he does. And he breaks down what you need to do. So what are the secret hacks to being the best performer, the best version of you, and to really change those limiting beliefs. It's a fascinating interview. Uh, and the last one I'll tell you about coming up here, actually the very next episode after this one. So check this one out. Kenny Thomas, he was an army ranger in Black Hawk Down. So if you've ever seen the movie, read the book, again, fascinating book, fascinating movie, Black Hawk Down. You probably heard of it if you haven't seen the movie. Kenny Thomas was an army ranger Boots on the ground. He tells us all about that fateful day in Mogadishu years ago and the biggest takeaways, leadership lessons from, from that day and that experience. Absolutely incredible conversation. Whew, just kind of one of those that I had to like sit down in my chair and just kind of stare at the wall for a few minutes afterwards and process what I just heard. So anyway, all of that is coming up. 2021 started with episode 281, ended with episode 332. That's a lot of episodes, 52 episodes, okay, starting with 281 being the first one. And man, there was a lot of good stuff. If you want to get my list of the top 10 actual top 10 episodes, because I'm only going to give you four here today, and I'm going to give you the top takeaways from those four, uh, including some audio clips from those. If you want to get the top 10 list, just go to jimharsterjr.com slash action, grab the action plan for this. And inside of that action plan, it's just a PDF I'm going to send you, you'll have access to a list of all the top 10 episodes from this past year, as well as links directly to their action plan. So you don't have to listen to all those episodes, although you can, of course, that'd be great, but you can listen to those. You can also just have the link to the PDF action plans from each of these top 10, just to get the best takeaways, really uh, a shortcut here for you to get the best, best, best stuff from 2022. All right. So here we go. I'm going to dive in. Listen, I struggled to find just the best stuff to make the decision and really hone it down to what is the best stuff here because there's so 
so much good content. I mean, you publish 52 episodes and you know, it's the best stuff that I've got inside of me and the best learning that I've learned through my own learning, through my own experiences and all these amazing people who I've had on the podcast. So I, I, I did my best. This is some really, really good stuff. There's a lot of other great stuff here, but I'm going to give you some stuff that I think is really going to be most impactful for you. Okay. Let's listen to an audio clip from episode 291. And the title of that episode is logically override the default. Okay. We all have this default that we go to, whether it's, you know, you walk past a plate of cookies and you grab it and eat it, right? Or these default limiting beliefs that we have. How do we logically override that? Well, I talk about that in episode 291, but let's dive into this one quick clip from that episode. And now we're going to break this down. Muhammad Ali, he said, it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief. And when that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Do you want things to begin to happen in your life? Or do you want to keep operating by the default? There's gotten you to where you're at. I imagine you're, you found success at some level. You know there's another level. You know there's another gear. There's a default holding you back right now. Logically override the default with words. Insert words into your head. Insert words into your mouth. And you say those internally. You say those out loud. One of the things I do with my clients is we do something called a success log. Write down all the successes you have, all the reasons why you have to, to believe in yourself. And then you record those into a voice memo on your phone. And then you listen to them once a week. You listen to yourself telling yourself how awesome you are to break out of your limiting beliefs, to break out of the default thinking that has gotten you to where you're at right now. All right, so you listen to that and you think, well, Jim, maybe I don't really believe that I'm awesome. Or maybe I have these, these limiting beliefs inside of me that you know I'm full of self-doubt and I'm not good enough. Well, you have to logically override that. But are you, are you willing to do the things that it takes to logically override the default, to use your logic brain to override the emotional default thinking that is holding you back. It's like you're driving around with a parking brake on. You know, most people know that. They're aware of these limiting beliefs, but they're not willing to do anything about it or they don't know what to do about it. Or, or maybe they do, they just haven't taken action on it. Like, are you willing to take action? Are you willing to do something like the success log? Well, who does that? That's kind of weird right? Writing down all the, the successes that you've had, the compliments that you've received, the credentials that you have, the reasons to believe that you're, you can be successful and get to the next level, uh, whatever your unfair advantages are. I don't care if you're rich or poor or, you know, I've had a, a hard upbringing or an easy upbringing. They're all your unfair advantages. It doesn't matter. It's your unfair advantage. Are you willing to, to actually do something about this? You know, one of the quotes from the action plan is, I said this, I said, if you want to logically override the default thinking that you're having, you need to do the things that bring the unconscious mind up to the conscious level so that you can see and evaluate things. You see and evaluate your thinking, right? There's a great quote by Carl Jung. He's widely considered the father of psychology. He said this, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will control your life and you will call it fate. Until you make the unconscious conscious, it will control your life and you will call it fate. So if you're sitting there going, Jim, how? How do I do this? How do I make the unconscious conscious? Well, there's really two most important ways that I know how to do this. And number one is journaling. You can do that right away, right now. Or, or the second one is coaching. Getting outside of your own head. Working with somebody else who's fully invested in you. Right? If you're interested, you can sign up for a call with me one-on-one. -on -one. The space is limited on the calendar, but there's an opportunity for that. 
It's uh, just if you go to jimharshajr.com slash apply. All right, that was episode 291. Two short episodes after that, we're going to dive into the highlights from this episode 293 with Jeff Billington. Jeff is a chess teacher in Franklin, Mississippi. It's one of the poorest counties in America. He had a successful chess team that he had developed in a school in Memphis, and a private donor said to him, hey, do you think you can replicate this in Franklin County, Mississippi? Really poor county, really poor area. He said, yeah. He said, okay, I'll fund you. So he's funded by a private donor, and he went into this community and has absolutely transformed lives. All right, so let's listen to a quote from Jeff. And he was, uh, he's been featured on 60 Minutes. I mean, this guy's he's absolutely amazing at what he does. But let's listen to Jeff. I was thinking about a situation where we were at a national championship. This was with a team out of Memphis. And we were sitting in the team room waiting because we were you know, fighting for a national championship and waiting for one of the players to come back. And by his body language, he came running back into the room all excited and happy. And he immediately grabbed a set and sat down on the floor and started setting up the pieces. And someone finally said, hey, did you win that game? He said, no, that man taught me a lesson. And he wanted to set the board up and show everybody how he had lost. And I thought, okay, this is a sign of success. What an amazing story, right? This kid, we can all, all of us can learn from this kid. Like, that's what he did after he failed. Like, what do you do after you fail? I know what I do. I feel sorry for myself. Yeah, I know. I'm the, I'm the host of the Success Through Failure podcast. Doesn't mean I'm immune to failure. Still struggle with it. It's still painful. Listen, nobody wants failure. We're not seeking failure. Not every failure is the same, right? Whether you, you know, fail at a, at a chess match or, or fail at something much bigger in life. I mean, the bigger the, the failure, the, the harder it is to deal with. But how do you, like, are you able to get a hold of yourself in that moment and think to yourself, something good can come from this. I can learn from this. As, as I was preparing for this episode the last few days, taking notes, going back and doing research, I, had, I experienced a few failures. In, in my business. And I was like, man, I was kind of took a couple of gut punches and I'm like, man, this is, this is what a bummer, you know? And I I'm preparing and I, and I, I listened to the quote that, that you just listened to the, the audio clip that you just listened to. And I thought to myself, change your thinking. And it forced me to think, okay, there's some benefits from this. And I'm actually like just a 48 hours removed from those. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, like I'm actually benefiting. There are things that I've learned because I've, I've opened the door and allowed myself to say, what can you learn from this, Jim? How could this be a positive? And there are positives. I, those positives are only happening because I've opened the door to my mind to allow myself to think that. I mean, can you really embrace failure as a success? Like job interview, dieting, relationship, whatever, business. Are you really able to do that in the moment? That is the challenge, and that kid just taught us that. There's a quote in the action plan from this episode, again, 293, where Jeff said, I, he said, I believe that most people are smart enough to become quite good at chess. So where you were born doesn't really determine that. It's more about work and training and the quality of the feedback that the students get. That's what's going to determine how far they get. End quote. It's the same with you. It is the same with you. Like, 
I don't care where you're at right now, where you're starting right now, and where you want to get to. There are people who are less qualified with less money and fewer contacts and lesser degrees and lesser credentials than you who have gotten there from where you're at right now or from below where you're at right now. Are you willing to go get that feedback in that training and put in the work? That's the question. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshajr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one coaching session with me. That's jimharshajr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. All right. That's episode 293 with Jeff Bullington. All right, let's jump up to episode 312. Michael Easter, he wrote the book, The Comfort Crisis, and he was all over. I mean, he was on Joe Rogan podcast. He was on all kinds of podcasts, and, and his story is widely told. Boy, if you haven't read this book, this is, uh, this is one to get. All right, here we go. Let's listen to my clip from my interview with Michael Easter, author of The Comfort Crisis. As the world has gotten a lot more comfortable in a lot of ways, um, we've removed a lot of effort, challenge from our life. We've lost a lot of our health and even happiness. So if you look at a lot of the research, sort of these very comfortable, effortless environments that we now live in, they're linked to everything from chronic disease to our high rates of depression and anxiety and just feeling a lack of meaning. And, you know, in the book, I argue that there are fundamental discomforts that we need to weave back into our lives in order to sort of find ourselves and be healthier and be happier. Ooh, that one's a little convicting, isn't it? Right? We want comfort. We seek comfort. And we talk about this in that episode. If you want to go back and listen to episode 312. But man, are you willing to remove those comforts? I mean, you know it. You know that there are comforts in your life that are not doing you any good. They're actually doing bad for you. Like they're actually holding you back. They're doing harm in your life. Like, are you willing to wake up a little earlier? Are you willing to put down the processed sugar-filled food? Are you willing to go outside in nature and do something hard, not just on the sunny 65-degree day, but are you willing to do that when it's you know 10 degrees outside or when it's 100 degrees outside? Are you willing to do the hard thing? You know, It reminds me of my first interview with Joe DeSena, with Joe DeSena, who I talked about those founder of Spartan Races, who I've got an interview coming up with here again shortly. But he said, and the first time I interviewed him, he said, you know, if you architect a little bit of discomfort into your life every day, you can be happy just eating a cracker in the rain. And my goodness, isn't that the truth? I went on a a three-day, two-night backpacking trip up in the mountains in in Montana this past summer with my son and my nephew, my sister-in-law. We went on this amazing, just gnarly trip up in the mountains for a few days. And we came out of the woods And, oh man, legs were tired. We were dirty. We were dusty. The weather was really hot out there. There was a heat wave out there this summer. So the flies were horrendous and bees, there were bees everywhere. There were, at one point, my sister-in-law was sitting there cooking dinner on the cook stove and there were like 20 or 25 bees. I counted all over her jacket and clothing and everything. It was horrible in so many ways. But there were these amazing, awesome moments where we're swimming out in these mountain lakes and way up high on these ridges. And it's in the middle of, it's in July and there's snow. We're like walking across these snow fields. It was absolutely phenomenal. But man, we came out of the mountains, got in the car and sat down in, in the seat. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I was so happy. I was 
so happy to be sitting on a, a cushioned seat, you know, and having taken the backpack off and no flies on me. And then we drove into town, drove out of there and, and met up with the rest of my family. And we, we went to a restaurant and I had a beer and a burger and it was like the best beer I've ever drank and the best burger ever. I mean, it was just awesome, right? When you do hard things, you can be happy just eating a cracker in the rain or eating a burger and having a beer and being like over the moon about it, right? It's the best thing ever. I really, really love that. I mean, that episode spoke to my soul. That book spoke to my soul. Uh, a couple other great quotes. And there's three because I, I just couldn't boil it down to one, one quote from this episode. And so these are a few quotes from the action plan here. He said, there are fundamental discomforts that we need to weave back into our lives in order to find ourselves to be healthier and happier. All right. You heard that in the audio clip. Here's another one. Because of the problem creep phenomenon, problem creep, I'm going to talk about that in a second. We can totally lose sight of how freaking good we have it in life. Life today is amazing in every single way, but we're not good at seeing that. And what he's talking about is his problem creep. So whenever, you know, we went from horse-drawn carriages to cars, we're like, wow, this is amazing. Wow. We got cars. We can go like, I don't know how fast they went, 20, 30 miles an hour, maybe the, the, the first cars. Right. And then you go, oh man, these aren't fast enough. So you make them faster. Right. And then, oh man, but the roads are really bumpy and then you make them smoother and you get more roads and well, gosh, we want to be able to drive even faster and we want them to be, you know, safer and we want them to have windows. We want them to have heat and then we want them to have air conditioning. And, and now my, my goodness, if you drive around in a car without air conditioning in the summer for like 15 minutes, it's like the worst thing ever. It's like, oh, I had the worst day ever. I had to, you know, sit in a car without air conditioning, <laughs> right? Like, we solve some of these biggest problems of humankind that we had for millennia, and, and we still find ourselves not happy. This is problem creep. I mean, we can, we can drive to the grocery store and have all the food you could possibly imagine in front of you, and we're, we're still not happy. We have technology in our pockets where I can do a video phone call with somebody from around the world instantly, and we're still not happy, right? This is problem creep. Life today is amazing in every single way, but we're not good at seeing that. Okay, last quote from episode 312 is this. Sometimes when we fail at things, we don't realize that it's actually a good thing. Sometimes when we fail at things, we don't actually realize that it's a good thing. Think about that. You know, sometimes we fail and you can look back on your life at failures. I guarantee you, you can look back at a, a failure in your life that it happened in your life and go, man, thank goodness that that happened. Or some kind of adversity, something that happened to you that you didn't wish upon yourself. And you can look back now and go, good thing that happened. Boy, that was, that was really helpful. Boy, if, it, if I'd have succeeded at that, I would have gone down a totally different path and I wouldn't be here right now. I know I, there's a million of those instances in my life. You have to look for them. You have to pay attention to them. Or you can sit there and say, boy, you know, I've just failed and failed and failed throughout my whole life. And it, you know, what story do you choose to tell yourself? Right? So. These failures that have happened in the past in your life, you've benefited from them. Allow yourself to recognize that. All right, last episode that I'm going to cover here, episode 323, Michael Chandler. This guy is so, so inspiring. One of the reasons I love Michael so much, this is the second time I've had him on, is because he and I, we have such parallel backstories. 
We both grew up uh, the sons of uh, union construction workers. His father was a carpenter. My father was a sheet metal worker. Both of our moms were secretaries. Both of us were walk-ons at major division one university wrestling teams. Both of us ended up being four-year starters. Both of us ended up being all Americans. That's where our paths diverged. I got into coaching, college coaching, ended up being the youngest division one head wrestling coach in the country. He has gone on to superstardom in the UFC. And I've got a few years on him, so he's a few years behind me. But um, man, amazing individual. But let's listen to the clip with Michael Chandler. He was a Bellator champion and uh, moved into the UFC. He took a big risk to uh, sign a contract with the UFC. He actually took a pay cut. All right, let's listen to Michael. In a sport of mixed martial arts, nothing is guaranteed. And, and when you're making you know a good living, it's hard to even think about changing course whatsoever. But I got to the point where I was willing to take a pay cut to get to a bigger platform so that my voice can be even bigger. So my platform can be even bigger because I truly believe that God put me in the sport, not just to be good at fighting, not just to win fights, not just to collect more W's than I do L's on my record, but to inspire and motivate and make people feel something by the physical manifestation of the fights that everyone is going through, whether I win, whether I lose, and there are lessons in all my wins and there's lessons in all my losses. And quite frankly, every single time that I've lost, I feel like I've connected with, impacted, and, and made people feel more than the performances where I win. Are you willing to believe that your life is just bigger than collecting your paycheck, right? Michael talked about collecting more W's than L's on his record. Like, do you realize the impact that you have on the world? Do you realize the impact that you have around on the people around you? Right? Yeah, we can look at Michael and go, man, he's got this this huge platform and he's just, you know, he's on TV and he's this this superstar in the sport and celebrity. And yeah, it's different for him. But no, it's not just different for him. It's different for you too. You, you have an opportunity to inspire people, to help people, to lift people up, to love them, to serve them. You don't have to be Michael Chandler. Go to his Instagram profile. The guy's like so inspiring. He posts these amazing videos. He's got a social media dude following him around everywhere doing all these great videos. Yeah, you don't have to have that. You just got to go love people, right? You're put in your place for a reason. Wherever you're at, you can make an impact on people. I don't care if you're managing people, leading people, or not leading people. You have a purpose. You can make an impact. Are you willing to, to believe that? Are you willing to do the hard things like him? Like He changed course. I mean, he took a pay cut to leave Bellator and go into the UFC. I, I did the same. I, I took a pay cut to leave my job. Comfortable six-figure job, super fun. I got to fly on private jets all around the country, visiting with top-level donors and asking for millions of dollars. And, you know, I looked people dead in the eye and asked them for a million dollars, and they said yes. You know, a little scary for some people to do, but, man, it was, it was fun. I believed in the purpose of it, and I got to do all kinds of cool things. I got to go to the NCAA wrestling championships, you know, for work, and uh, I love doing that anyway. I got to go to the Final Four. And, and get backstage access to like all kinds of cool things there. Like that's just what I did in that job. And it was great. And it was fun. I made good money doing it. Well, I quit, took a pay cut to do this, serve you, right? Now I've made all that back and, and more, right? I'm, I'm in, a, in a better place, but I had to take that risk first, that financial risk to get to the point where I'm at today. What about you? Are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to believe? Another thing that Michael said in that episode, he said, you can't take the good things in stride without also taking the failures and the setbacks in stride. 
That's part of it. That's part of success through failure. That's part of succeeding. If you're going to strive and, and try to succeed at something meaningful, guess what? There are going to be some failures along the way, period. I don't care what you're doing. Tony Bennett, the head basketball coach at University of Virginia. I don't know if you know this story. If you're a basketball fan or a sports fan, you've definitely heard it. But we, we, when I say we, my alma mater, University of Virginia, we were the first basketball team to go into the tournament as a number one seed to lose to a 16 seed to go into the NCAA basketball tournament, March Madness. We were the first number one overall to lose to a 16. We made history as the wrong end of history. Lost to UMBC. It was horrible. It was terrible. But Tony Bennett, the head basketball coach, right after that, literally the press conference moments after that, he's like, well, you know, if, if you're going to step into the arena, you got to be willing to take the losses too. He said, you know, six days ago, he's referring to the, the conference championship. He said, six days ago, we were holding the trophy over our head celebrating. Here we are less than a week later and we lost. We're out of the tournament. We made history on the wrong end of history. Like, are you willing to step into the arena? Because here's what happened a year later with Tony Bennett and the UVA basketball team. They won the whole freaking thing. They won the whole thing. They went from the bottom, the worst, the worst end of history. And then their very next shot, they end up on top. Are you willing to believe that that can happen to you? Are you willing to believe that, that you can take a shot? You can take a gut punch. You can take a failure. You can, yeah, I mean, a, a self-inflicted wound, a self-inflicted mistake, failure. You blew it. And then believe that, guess what? My next shot, I could go all the way, man. This, this, is, this next one could be it for me. The big one. I go all the way. Guess what? It happens. We see it happen. But it starts with belief. It starts with belief. Oh, man, I could go on and on about this stuff, as you know. Uh, and I will in bringing you future episodes. So, so that was episode 323, Michael Chandler. Okay, again, real quickly, episode 291, Override the default, logically override the default. Number 293, Jeff Bullington, the chess teacher. Episode 312, Michael Easter, author of The Comfort Crisis. Episode 323, Michael Chandler, the most inspiring dude you're going to meet, you're going to listen to. Go check out those episodes. If you want more of these episodes, know which other are my favorite episodes. Go to jimharsherjr.com slash action to get the action plan for this. If you want to talk to me about this stuff, Go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply. You get a free one-time coaching call. See what that's like for you. I look forward to talking to you. Man, there were so many great episodes. These are some really, really good ones. There's more. I mean, gosh, I interviewed Jack Canfield. I interviewed Bob Berg, author of The Go-Giver. Stephen Pressfield, who's written a bunch of books, some amazing, you know, some personal development books as well as some uh, historical books. Uh, Devin Harris, he was on the Jamaican bobsled team and Cool Runnings, that movie Cool Runnings was made about him and his teammates. He was born in a ghetto in Jamaica. Becomes one of the best in the world at what he did. You know, Lindsay Shoup, she was a, an Olympic gold medalist rower and, and she started rowing in college and, and she became an Olympic gold medalist. So, so many great stories packed into those 52 episodes from 2021. Get the best ones. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Here we go. More episodes, amazing episodes coming to you in 2022. I look forward to talking to you then. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, Let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly 
with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app if you have an iPhone. Do a search for success through failure. Select it and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.